Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got Energy Standards and University of Tennessee's uh, Maddie Bannock. You just had a uh, a pretty astounding match uh, in this match six. Maddie, sorry, first of all, how's, how are you today? How's it going? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Let's start with the match that uh, concluded yesterday. Heading into this match, how are you feeling? Ooh, um, I honestly was very, very nervous. Um, I was telling some of my friends that I don't think I've ever been so nervous before a meet as I was today. I think the last time I was that nervous was my freshman year conference meet at SECs. Um, <laughs> so it's been a while since I've been that nervous, but. Um, like, as you know, Sarah was out with a back injury and I felt like I had some really big shoes to fill and I knew that we were going to need some points. And so I was definitely nervous going into the meet, um, but I was also really, really excited. You know, um, I'd have I've had some good practice swims, especially in the 100 fly and have been throwing up some best times in practice. So I was really, really excited to see what I'd be able to do in a more, you know, competitive, energetic setting. So. Yeah, <laughs> that that is that's really exciting. Uh, and yeah. so you had you had been um, a key piece for energy standards so far in this season, but this was the first time you would swim individual events, right? Yes. And you swam the 50 and the 100 fly. If if you were living under a rock the past two days, um, I'm going to give a little context. Uh, you got second in the hundred fly next to your energy standard teammate, uh, Anastasia skirt. um, you went 55, six, and then in the 50 fly, you won the whole dang thing. You went 24, nine. <clears throat> um, what, what did you think about those performances? Uh, have has that, has that had time to sink in yet at all? Um, a little bit. Um, I've been trying really hard to, you know, be excited about it, but not get overly excited. Cause we have, um, you know, a meet two days off a meet two days off a meet. So, um, a big thing on our team is like making sure that we're not on an emotional roller coaster and, you know, being able to conserve energy and staying pretty level headed. But, um, you know, going into that hundred fly, like me and Anastasia were like, let's one to this. And, um, that was our goal from the beginning. And I didn't never imagined I would go five, six, but my focus was to go one, two with her. And so I was, you know, ready to give everything I had. And, um, I actually saw her on the last turn. I saw I was right with her and I was like, all right, we can do this. Like one more 25, let's go like bring it home. Um, so that's what was going through my head on that hundred fly. And, um, the hundred fly gave me a lot of confidence for the 50 fly. Um, you know, I'm a big believer in self-talk and like what you tell yourself will what is what will come true. So the night before, actually, I was on FaceTime with one of my good friends from home and I told her, I was like, I'm going to win this 50 fly, man. Like I had great speed going out in that hundred fly. And I was like, I'm going to speak it into existence. I want it. I want it really bad. And, um, that's the first individual race I've won since 2017. So it was really, really exciting. Um, 
you know, I had great confidence going into it. I was feeling good in the water and I was really, really grateful to be able to put up those points for our team when we didn't have our best lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, watching that 50 fly, I I've seen your underwaters before, you know, I remember being at Tennessee and I think it was 2018 or early 2019. And yeah, yeah. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. Like you guys were having an underwater practice and like, it was like, okay, you're legit underwater, but coming off of that 25 wall and the 50 fly, you exploded. I mean, how you, the, they, I don't know if you've watched the broadcast, but they have the overhead view. And so you can see everyone overhead and like, you just killed everyone off that wall. Um, how, how much, I mean, do you, are you a big fan of short course? Obviously you have good underwaters. How have you been training, especially for a race like that? Um, since you got to the bubble? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, since we've been at the bubble things, I would say training has been a tad bit different. Um, since we've been at home, our group energy standard, at least had, we had about two weeks off between our first match and this last match. So those two weeks were pretty normal, you know, doing doubles, doing lifts, um, and, you know, pushing it in the water. Um, it'll look a little bit different now since we have more recovery days in between meets, but um, one of the huge things that I work with Matt is definitely underwaters. I'm always doing underwaters. Um, we have whole practices dedicated to working on underwaters. We actually use the GMX seven, um, X one pro. I'm sure you've seen that, um, around and I love that for underwaters. It's a great resistance tool. And, um, we, you know, that's just one of the big things I focus on, even when we're doing sprint sets or lactate sets, like I'm always making sure I'm going to, if I'm doing something fast, I'm going to 15 off of every wall. That's like the standard for myself. And so that really has helped me, um, you know, be able to do that in races, especially like a 50, it's not even difficult. A hundred's a lot more difficult, especially that last wall, but, um, it's almost second nature now. So those, I definitely love short course for the walls. <laughs> I, I dude, I definitely love watching short course for the walls because it can get yeah. so exciting, you know, when, when different people are, uh, are going different lengths off the walls, especially in, as, as in the fifties, it's really cool because if you have fast underwaters like yourself, you know, you can really use that to your advantage, but sometimes people are going faster on top of the water. How do you, you know, you just kind of mentioned how you train for those underwaters. What do you think the key is to having a fast underwater for a 50 kind of speed or a 50 kind of race? I mean, are you someone who's starting like from here or sorry, from like, you know, your ribs down, are you from hips down? Um, what, what's your underwater technique like? Yeah. So, um, I'd say it's probably changed a bit over the course of the years. Um, my freshman year, I had really, really good underwaters and I had kind of a back issue and I went more to, to a like knee driven kick. Um, and you know, I kind of had an, I felt like I kind of had an issue with that over the next like few years of just have being in that habit. And I kind of lost the feeling of my underwaters and how I wanted them to feel. And, um, actually over quarantine, like I've said this before, like quarantine kind of gave my body a chance to like reset and my feeling in the water to reset. You know, I got rid of, I was able to get rid of old habits and just kind of relearn everything kind of. 
Um, and so I kind of started playing with a, a different way to, you know, do my underwaters, like a, a definitely starting more towards, or like my chest and not so much, um, kicking from my knees and even using my, sh not using my shoulders too much. Um, if that even makes sense, but, um, yeah, I think I create a very big emphasis in my down kick. Um, your up kick and down quick kick are equally as important, but especially when I'm doing a 50, like that down kick is very snappy and fast and has like, you know, your entire body, like chest, hips and knees are all attached to that quick little whip at the end. And so that's what I really think about in a 50 for sure. Man, I could talk underwaters all day. It's just so interesting. <laughs> um, but the, you've said a few things that I want, I want to hit on them before I forget them. So the first one is that that emotional roller coaster, and uh, especially when you're in a situation like you are now, where you just had this great, you know, you just had this big performance for the team, and then you have two days off, and then you got to do it again, and then two days off and do it again. Um, how have you? How's your how how do you bring in past experience? And for me, I'm certainly thinking of like from an SEC championships kind of thing, because that meet is, is freaking crazy. Um, certainly yeah. an emotional <laughs> roller coaster, but you know, how do you bring in some of those past experiences, um, to kind of keep yourself on that emotional, you know, plane of just kind of trying to stay level? Yeah, definitely. I mean, as like at SECs, NCAAs, at least on Tennessee, like it was a very much so like, do your best in this event, you know, have a moment, celebrate it, be excited or have a moment, be upset, like whatever the result was, and then move on to the next race. And, you know, I did that for four years. So it's almost habit now. Like it's um, like, I definitely give myself a moment to feel whatever it is I'm feeling, but then the next focus is what you have next. The job's not done yet. And so I definitely have brought that into, you know, this uh, sort of situation and, um, you know, for me, like racing wise, I, uh, my training at home is very similar to this whole one or like two days on two days off, you know, like there's a lot of heavy sprint practices and then I'll have a few practices that are just aerobic focused. And so, um, my body's kind of, you know, I feel like it's ready for, um, that type of schedule. So I'm excited to see how that goes over the next few weeks. Yeah, I I'm excited as a spectator. I'm so glad I don't have to do it, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm excited to see you guys do it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and speaking of SECs, you uh, mentioned you hadn't been this nervous since your freshman year at SECs. Um, I mean, you, and your freshman year, you were kind of doing it all. You swam breaststroke on relays at that meet, right? I did. I did. <laughs> um, what what was it like coming into that meet and kind of knowing okay I'm I'm doing it all how did you handle those nerves then versus how you handle those nerves now oh wow that was a long time ago <laughs> um I think that especially my freshman year of SECs I definitely leaned on people a lot um <clears throat> you know I was an underclassman so I had a lot of people to look up to um you know I could look up to the seniors the juniors like people were you know carrying you along like you like any year of like upperclassmen does a freshman like you kind of teach them the ropes like you go out do your best like you have something to prove you're a freshman like 
no one knows your name. Like you want to do the best you can for your team. Mm -hmm. And I'd say it's very, it's very similar to the situation, especially since I'm on a new team this year. Like um, I wanted to do whatever I could for the team. There's plenty of veterans here who I'm actually one of the youngest people on this team. So there's a ton of veterans here who have been swimming way longer than I have, have more than enough wisdom to share. You know, I'm learning so much about the sport and about people and, um, it's just, you know, it really helps to have people who, um, you know, believe in you and want you to do the best and to be on a team where, um, you know, you want to give your all for it. So I don't know, I'd say it's, it's honestly pretty similar, um, kind of a rookie back in college and kind of rookie in the ISL. So, um, it's not too much different. I'd say if anything, like over the years, I've definitely learned how to channel my nerves better than when I was, a you know, a 18 year old. So, um, but yeah, it's pretty similar. I'd say. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of funny that you had, you had compared that to like, I haven't been this nervous since then. And it, yeah. it you know, kind of, kind of, you're in, you're in kind of similar boats as well. Um, so I was, I was doing a little research before we got on this call and, uh, you know, I was reading your blog and I had, I had, uh, read a couple articles. I mean, your senior year, you were all Metro swimmer of the year in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but, but as I kept reading, it's like, you didn't start USA swimming until you were, uh, on the, on, on the older side of, you know, I think in high school and before that you moved around a lot, mm -hmm. um, was how, you know, when you kind of finally were in Virginia for a time and you joined a USA swimming, how important or how, how, what, what effect do you feel like that had of, of, of having that team environment? Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely, yeah, like you said, I definitely jumped around a lot when I was younger and I started YMCA swimming when I was nine. And that was probably the first real team I had. They were the green YMCA Barracudas in green Ohio. And that was probably the first like real team setting I had. I was really, really close to a lot of the girls on that team still am. And, um, after that, when we moved to Richmond, Virginia, I jumped around some YMCA teams there. And eventually my junior year landed on quest swimming, which is the USA level team. And, you know, I formed some great friendships on that team. Um, I still have oh, many of them. I'm still very good friends with, and, um, you know, it kind of, like high school swimming, I didn't get to do high school swimming. So I only did club swimming. So the whole idea of swimming for like a team all working together towards an actual goal was kind of a new situation for me in college because like club swimming, you know, like you are swimming for a team, but there aren't like, you know, meets, I guess like states you're trying to win, like your, your team overall, but not as like intense as college or not as intense as like high school swimming where you're swimming for your school. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a new situation for me, I would say in college, but I absolutely loved it. I thrived off of it. Um, I'm definitely one of those people that picks up, picks up energy from other people and from the environment. So I absolutely loved it. And I sells no different. It's basically college on steroids. So <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly as a spectator, I would agree. It's yes. just, it's like, you know, let's go. Um, yeah. So, 
and that team environment, especially, you know, you're, you're, you're with the defending champs now. Um, what, like you said, there's so many veterans on that team. There's so many people that have been around for so long. Have you, have you picked anything up from anything from anyone in particular? Um, have you gotten to, you know, pick anyone's brain that was exciting? Oh, um, I don't know. I'd say the most, like we really talk about are just funny stories from different meets, um, that people have been to, but you know, um, I actually walked home from the meet with Sarah the other day and we were just kind of, you know, trading, training, um, like training types. And I was telling her how I've, um, changed my training and gotten a lot better over the past like couple months. And, um, you know, she was telling me her experience with some different training techniques of being a sprinter. And it was just, it was really interesting. Like, um, I'm kind of creepy because when we're at the pool and I'm done swimming, I'll just sit there and watch or we're at the gym and I'm done, I'll just sit there and watch, you know, like, um, and I sell like, like I'm a, someone who's always trying to get better. And especially being on this team, I'm with a lot of the best people in the world. And so I like to see what they're doing. I like to know what they're doing. I like watching their technique, you know, trying to pick up anything I can. Um, so it's definitely been a learning experience and I feel like I'm going to be able to walk away with a lot, even though we're only halfway through. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful to be with this team and like, be in an environment where they support me good or bad. Um, and they just want me to do the best I can. Oh, that would totally be me too. I would yeah. just <laughs> be in the corner, fly on the wall, just watching everyone. Yes. I was definitely creepy the first week <laughs> before we like all knew each other. <laughs> yeah. Which No shame. <laughs> no shame. I mean, you know, it's like, like you said, you you're there to learn and you're yeah. there to get better. And I think that's why everyone's there. Um, I mean, how, you know, speaking of your other team, Tennessee, how, how cool has it been to have, you know, you have a, you guys have a huge post-grad group now and you're all there and it feels like you're all on different teams, right? I mean, how, yeah. I mean, how cool is it to have that other team there supporting you, but also racing against them as well? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I thought my days of racing my Tennessee teammates were behind me after I graduated college, but here we are. <laughs> but um, it's so cool. You know, it's like having my family here with me. And I've gotten really close to a lot of the energy standard people. But you know, I'm, it's always nice to go back to your roots and be with the people you're loyal to. So it's great. I get to see them a lot. Um, sometimes our dinners overlap. Sometimes, I mean, I see them at meets. Um, sometimes you just see them in passing on the island. So it's very nice to be able to see everyone and have them here and, you know, kind of make a name for our pro, our pro group. Like we're all swimming really well. And, um, I think it's really cool to show people like, um, like what we can do with the history under Matt and history from swimming for university of Tennessee. So it's, it's really special to have them here too. (laughs) It it really does seem like kind of a best of both worlds situation. (laughs) Um, and so, so you finished swimming at Tennessee and, uh, and it, I, you know, it's kind of a surprise you're even in the ISL now because I, I don't want to say you retired, but you took some time and you were, you, your plan was to kind of move on from swimming. Um, tell me about that. You know, y- you finished swimming in college and, uh, what was your mindset heading into those next few months? Yeah. So I, you know, did NCAAs and we won the 
two medley relay that year, which was, you know, a high in itself. And so after that, you know, I was like, okay, I'm done swimming. I was a normal college kid for a little bit, um, took a vacation, you know, was kind of done. And like over the course of those three months, like I just had this little thought nagging in the back of my head. Like there's so much more you can do. You have so much more potential. Like I hadn't gone a best time since 2017 and I graduated in 2019 and, um, I knew 2017 was nowhere near my potential either. Um, cause that was when I was struggling with a lot of mental health issues. And so, um, I knew I had more in me. I wasn't happy with the way I left. And so I decided I was going to come back and Matt was very, you know, welcoming again, <laughs> welcoming me back to, to, um, train under him and, Yeah. You know, I wasn't even sure I was going to do ISL this year. Um, I actually reached out to quite a few teams um, to try and do it and um, got turned down by a lot of them. I didn't have a great uh, season on LA current last year. And so I was really, really thankful for energy standard to give me the chance to come and, you know, compete this year. So again, a a couple things I kind of want to break down. So you come back in, I don't June, maybe of 2019. I think it was July, maybe beginning of August. Okay. And then, and then you do swim with the LA current, which that season, you know, started in September, October. It did, but I didn't, um, I only joined them for Washington and the Vegas final. So I was only there for two meets last year. Okay. Gotcha. So that was like November, December, I believe. Okay. Okay. So, so you, you have, but still you only have a few times to kind of get, or sorry, a few months to, um, to get some training under your belt and, and, and then to go compete with like a legit pro team, some of the best in the world. Um, tell me, you know, tell me about your breakdown of, of how that went for you. I know you said it was disappointing, but you know, what, how, how did it go? What did you get from that experience? Yeah. Um, I would say for me, honestly, that was probably the, that was definitely the biggest, um, swimming setting I had been in besides in studio ace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess trials my, when I was younger, but, um, you know, I think it kind of, I think it definitely helped me for this year, you know, like I, um, wasn't thrown into a bunch of people that I'd been looking up to my whole life and like had not raced or relevantly raced. Um, except at like pro swim series or anything. I think last year was definitely a good eye opener for me. Um, It was a good experience. It kind of, it definitely made me more comfortable this year that I had even gotten those two meets under my belt last year, even though I didn't swim very well. But yeah, like you said, like I didn't have a lot of training under my belt and my training definitely wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. So um, yeah, I was not thinking this year was going to happen, but it did. So I'm very very grateful for that. <laughs> yeah. And so then we don't have to go into specifics here, but you know, it's like you said, you reached out to a lot of teams, you were proactive about, you know, trying to get yourself on a team when, you, when you're in a position like that, you know, I'm assuming it's a lot like trying to get a job. It's like, how are you selling yourself to these teams? Um, you know, what, what as a as an athlete as a swimmer specifically what are you trying to bring to the table besides just oh here are my times you know or was that it is that you know is, was that all you had 
Um, I would say most of it's definitely times, <laughs> uh, at least in this league, you know, cause it's all about like who can get your hand on the wall first. But, um, I definitely, you know, am like at Tennessee was a big energy giver and, um, I think I can bring a lot to a team outside of the pool too, just like energy wise and attitude wise. And so, you know, of course, like I bring that up, uh, I would bring up that I did it last year. So I wasn't a newbie, like I wasn't going to be a deer in the headlights when I got here. Um, and you know, I just like asked for the chance, a chance and, you know, I did everything I could to reach out and, um, you know, like you said, be proactive in it. Um, I did wait quite a while because I wasn't even sure I wanted to do it, especially with COVID going on. But as my Tennessee elite teammates started signing to teams and getting picked up by teams, I was like, maybe I do want to do this with them. Like <laughs> that would be really, really fun. Um, so yeah. I mean, and, and again, that's just, that's just cool that you were able to make the decision, make it make a decision you were comfortable with. And then, you know, be proactive about trying to make it happen. It worked out. And, you know, again, so, so far, it seems like that, that has been a good fit so far, which is yes, really cool. I, I do. This is the best fit I could have asked for. Nice. Um, so yeah, let's, let's take it back to you finish with, with LA current at Vegas, you have a few months of normalcy and then obviously quarantine kicks in, um, what was that period like for you, uh, in terms of, you know, in terms of training, in terms of, you know, I know emotionally, I talked to a lot of people who, you know, were on a roller coaster, same, same as me. I think everyone pretty much was, but what was that period like for you, um, kind of heading into ISL? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say overall for me, quarantine was very good to me. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. Cause I know for a lot of people, it wasn't. Um, I definitely had days where, you know, days were hard. Mental health was not great. Um, but you know, for my swimming, it definitely helped me a lot. Um, I was able to work out and kind of set goals outside of the water. Um, so I did a lot of boxing, lots of lifting, lots, lots of cycling, you know, playing with my dog, walking my dog, you know, all sorts of stuff, anything to stay active. Um, but I kind of always had swimming in the back of my mind. So, um, it was really nice to kind of move my body in different ways and kind of learn my body outside of the water. Cause I'd never really done much of that, you know, like college swimming is a commitment in itself. It's hard to do things besides practice or lift. Like those are really your options. So it was very interesting to kind of become familiar with my body and how it worked and moved, um, outside of swimming, um, which I think really, really helped me in the water when I got back into the water. Um, but you know, it kind of gave me just a chance to reset. I think I really needed it. Uh, like I said, it gave me a chance to shed some old habits in the water. Cause I wasn't, you know, mindlessly doing them every day. And when I was able to get back in, I felt great. Um, we, one of our first opportunities to get back in the water was a training trip we did to Florida before COVID exploded. Um, and our group went down there. And I was hitting some times in practice that I had not hit in years. And it was an interesting conversation between me and Matt um, was like, why am I going so fast when I've had three months off? And um, we talked about, we talked about it. And I, we came to the conclusion that we just think that for the past 
I don't know, like three ish years. Like I've just been overtraining. I've been hitting it too hard. You know, I'm a sprinter. I do the 50 and the hundred. Um, and I've just been running myself into a hole and not been able to climb back out of it. And quarantine gave my body the time to climb out of that hole. And even with no training under my belt, I was going some fast times. And so we kind of carried that into the next few months leading up to ISL, um, you know, dialing back the yardage, hitting the intensity when it's supposed to be hard, dialing back the aerobic sets. And it's clearly been paying off. I feel the best I've ever felt in the water and sprinting wise. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that, the last thing I do want to ask about is, is, you know, moving forward into the, into these next couple weeks, like you said, it's, it's a, it's a two day off two day on mostly kind of situation. Um, and you know, we, in swimming, there has been a lot, a big shift towards, or or at least the, the idea has come up a lot of using racing as training, right. Instead of just pounding through months and months of yardage and intense work <clears throat> getting using using lots and lots of meats uh as, as a way to get in shape and to get race ready um so how do you move through these next couple weeks again knowing that you will be competing so often yeah definitely so you know like i said before it's going to be similar to how i train at home it's going to be two days of power which will be the meats and then two days of recovery aerobic. Um, like this morning, I did a smooth 2000, nothing crazy, a little bit of underwater work, a little bit of fast stuff, like nothing hard at all. And it'll probably be very similar tomorrow. And then you have two days of power. So <clears throat> the middle days are all about, you know, just flushing the body, getting it ready to do some power again. And then, and then we race. So um yeah i'm 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 really excited for it i love the racing that's what i do in training anyway so yeah it'll be really really fun well uh awesome thank you so much for your time maddie i really appreciate you dropping in and it was great catching up and and getting to hear a little bit about your history thank you for having me you've been listening to the swim swam podcast Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.